Hey, it's Greta Scholes, and you're listening to the Solutions Podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Scholes Business. I, okay, I blew that. I'm an idiot. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I mean, JP has this written for me, and I still screwed up. Okay. <laughs> Starting again. All right. Hey, it's Greta Scholes, and you're listening to the Solutions Podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shoals Business and Facebook.com slash Shoals Business, as well as LinkedIn at Shoals Business. Well, today I am so excited. We're going to have, uh, I'm going to be interviewing today Kate Volman. I've known Kate for a lot of years. We both uh, work in South Florida and we got to know each other uh, years ago when Kate was working at the Chamber of Commerce. Kate is now out uh, doing some new inventive things in social media, and she's just killing it. So I thought it would be really, really interesting to learn a little bit about her and what she's doing. Hi, Kate. Hi, Greta. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thanks for taking time. You know, I just want to let everybody know she already told me, hey, we can't be too long today. I already have something else. She's very, very busy. Kate is just a (laughs) busy girl. (laughs) So, Kate, Talk a little bit about, you know, to me, social media is almost like, you know, it's one of those words today that, you know, it's everybody talks about it, but I don't know that anybody really understands what it takes, what it means. I mean, I think myself, like most people, when they started getting involved a few years in social media, they like threw a bunch of stuff out there on Twitter and on Facebook and figured if I throw a bunch of things out there, people start paying attention. And then the other thing is, I think the other mistake is that we get online and we do everything online and forget that there is a connection to what you do that's outside of just, you know, the internet. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, to provide a little bit of context for your audience, I think, like, I I just want to share, I, Greta and I met when I worked at the Chamber of Commerce and I was there for eight years. And so this was... First of all, I learned a lot about sales and relationship building from Greta as I, as I worked for the Chamber of Commerce, which was all about small business and making connections and building relationships. And that was before social media came about. So it really was true one-on-one going to networking events and getting those business cards and reaching out to people and figuring out who you could collaborate with. So once social media started coming into play, it became really interesting because now we were able to meet a lot more people, connect with different people online. And of course, today, everyone is just all about social media and we can drive leads on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and all these different platforms. And so I think a lot of small business owners really focus so much on that, on the tools instead of the relationship building side. And so what I've seen over the years, um, because when I first stepped out, I had a social media marketing company. So we were strictly doing social media. And I started realizing that, again, it was just so focused on, oh, we just have to put out content. We just need to throw out posts. And we just need to throw all these th- throw anything out because we have to show that we're on all these different platforms. Instead of thinking through, okay, who is my audience? Who are my clients? Who are my customers? What do they want to see? What do they want to hear from me? How can I provide value? So it always makes me laugh when I give presentations and I'm in doing workshops with small business owners where the focus is so much about, should I be on Snapchat? And how do I use Instagram when 
really it comes down to how are you providing value every day? And when you know exactly what you're doing in your business and what value you're providing and who you're serving and what you're sharing and why they would want to work with you, the platform has become really easy to use. You know how you should be using them to put out content and to, to generate leads and, and, uh, and connect with your audience online. You know, it is so interesting that you say that because, you know, like I said, and I've heard from lots of people as well, of course, social media is not my expertise. And, and because of that, people just tell me things that they're doing on social media. And I really have no ability to kind of say you should be doing this instead. But when you say that, it reminds me of, you know, obviously, I have a a guy who does marketing for me. And he would say to me, you know, we can't just be putting out like, sales quotes and things like that on Twitter. He said, first of all, they're all well and good, but they don't engage anybody. He said, and what's happening right now is you're kind of like yelling to an empty room. He said, you know, you have to, you have to engage people in different ways. And for a while I didn't understand what that meant, but you talking about it, I mean, it really is about engagement and not about, you know, pushing out one direction. And it's so interesting because You know, Kate, it makes me think of, you know, my own stuff. And sometimes it's right on front of us and we don't think about it. I have been talking for years. And if anybody that's listening has ever heard me talk, I am always talking about, you know, even when you network, you have to ask people about them and their business and what they do and, you know, who they want to work for and what their differences are and get them talking and engaged and try to connect them to other people. But then you get in uh, a situation where you slightly change that. For example, you put on the social media hat and um, and you're online and all of a sudden it changes and you start doing the old, what we used to call in sales, show up and throw up, right? So they start throwing everything out there and basically that's throwing up. So, you know, it's so interesting that you kind of brought that back around to it's the same as everything else. You have to engage people. You have to connect with people. So talk a little bit about that and how to do that. And, um, you know, we kind of talked about what some of the mistakes people are making. What should they be doing to be more successful in, you know, the, the big vat of social media? <laughs> the big vat. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, really, it's content, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's content marketing. And that's what, what, what when I speak to different clients, we try to figure out what kind of content could you be generating that people people would miss if you didn't put out. So that takes some time to actually do. So I'll give an example because this is one of my favorite examples just because I love the company and I love the CEO. Uh, But years ago, before video was like all over the place and everyone was talking about it, there's this company called Moz, M-O-Z, and they um, it used to be SEO Moz and then they changed it to Moz. But what the company did, they have simple tools for... um, small businesses to help them understand SEO and, and have, and integrate those, those things into their website. Um, and so they shared really awesome, valuable tools about SEO. And before everyone really, before more of the masses knew search engine optimization and what it was, because it's confusing, right? Everyone's like, Oh, people are changing algorithms. And, 
uh, or Google's changing algorithms and we don't know what to do to get found online. So Rand Fishkin was the owner and founder of this company. And he said, you know, people just have a really hard time understanding SEO. So I want to explain it to them in a very simple way. So how can we do that? So they started doing these whiteboard Friday videos. So every Friday they would post a video and it would be super simple terms. They had this whiteboard and they shared with their audience what, like if Google changes algorithms, what does that mean? They explained SEO in a very simple way where it was a kind of a complicated topic. So over time, I mean, this wasn't something that he put out and that everyone loved right away, but he did it every single Friday. He was super consistent. He started getting some good feedback, so he kept on doing it. Well, he's been doing it for years and years, and today, I mean, if, if people, if he doesn't post a Whiteboard Friday video, it's, where's the video? What's going on? <laughs> and so what does that look like for you? What is that one thing? Whether Maybe it's an infographic. Maybe it's a really, like, we have to, as businesses, come up with what's the thing that someone would miss. And again, it takes a little bit of time because it's easy to find a motivational quote and put it out on Facebook and think that, there I go, I did my social media for the day. It's a much it's a much bigger deal and a lot harder, and you have to actually be strategic about it when you have to come up with that infographic or that really great tip sheet or that really great you know, quiz or something that starts to really engage the audience. Um, so it has to be valuable to them. And the companies, you know, we see it every day. Like you said, when you're on Facebook, there are things that you love, that, that you get attracted to, that you start interacting with. Take those cues, even if it's in a completely different industry from yours, maybe you, like I, you get the, we see those quizzes all the time. It's so easy now to use one of those apps to create your own quiz, personality style, your, which, you know, if you're selling a specific product, which product is your perfect fit? You know, again, you'd have to figure out, depending on the different businesses, um, you have to figure out what's right for you, but that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah, and so so really what you're saying is you have to re- get down to engaging people. What will people look at and say, you know, oh my god, that speaks to me. And, you know, a, a silly example is, you know, I'm on on Facebook a lot for business, but I also use Facebook socially like a lot of people do. And I have three dogs and they are my new children because our kids are all gone and adults. So, you know, when I put pictures of my dogs online, I get the most reaction. And that's not, you know, for any, I'm not saying that if you have animals and you're in business, put your animals out there. But what it does tell me just from what you're saying is, that connection, people look at that and they feel an emotional connection. So people also feel emotional connection when they see something that relates to them. That's me. Oh, I want to know about that. Oh, I have to see where I'm at when it comes to something like that. So yeah, I think quotes are are neat and I think people like them, but that's not engaging. They can read it and move on. So how do you engage people? Is it a quiz? Is it a question? Is it a you know, something that they can learn and walk away and say, wow, I didn't think about it that way. So I think those are the things that you're right. You have to, you know, really kind of brainstorm about it and think about it and think about what you're going to do when you engage. Because I think it, like you're saying, it goes back to the basics of, 
you know, what are people interested in? Who's your audience? And what's going to make them, you know, click or make a move as opposed to look at your stuff and go, that's nice next. So I think that's really what you're saying, which makes sense. Exactly. And I also like to share, I mean, I think that we get really caught up in this we have thousands and millions of people that we could that could be our that could be our client or customer. And again, it kind of depends. Like if you're a tech company, then yeah, of course you need to have a lot of users using downloading your apps and things like that. But for a lot of local businesses, so I don't know how much of your audience where, where they fall into the mix, but for for local businesses that are that are trying to get clients and customers that have sales teams, you know, for those people, they this is like a a great thing for them to think about in the sense of you, it's the concept of um, 1000 fans. And I don't know if anyone's heard of that, but it's um, Kevin Kelly wrote this article called 1000 true fans. And it was all around the idea that if you have a, a true fan is really someone who, if you're selling something, they're going to buy it. So, you know, whatever it is, whatever your business is, if you can find, he basically broke it down. Kevin Kelly basically broke it down and said, so there, if you have a thousand true fans and they all at some point in your business bought a product from you for a hundred dollars, that's a pretty decent sized business. And then he breaks it down. Like obviously if you're selling a higher ticket item and you had like 500 true fans or 30 true fans at a higher ticket price, you're doing well in your business. So for a lot of business owners, like we have to think about who are these true, true fans. I think oftentimes, especially in social media, because we see that we do have an opportunity to reach so many people, we forget to go really niche, really niche specific and find those people who love you so much. And by doing that, you'll be able to find that content that really speaks to them. And I know that you teach your clients, like, what are those pain points? I mean, that's the perfect place to start. Take a look at those pain points that you've already identified that, that your clients and, or your prospects are already sharing with you and that you know your customers have. Create a solution for that pain point as something that you can be, whether it's weekly videos and tips, like you put out your emails, or whether it's, again, like a little tip sheet or a calculator or a quiz or something like that. Um, so it doesn't have to be overly complicated, but we can just, if we just simplify our strategy, I feel like we would do a much better job getting niche specific, really understanding that there are people on the other side of those likes and comments, like true, true people. And if we can really hone in on understanding that we want to really be connecting with those 1000 true fans, um, I think that we'll see a, a better success with social media all around in your little, in your community, in your tribe. God, I love that. I and, you know what, Kate, I think what's so interesting about that as well is to me, one of the things you're, you're really doing right there is saying to each business owner, you know, Stop just throwing a bunch of crap out there. I mean, really what you're saying is, let's be specific. Think about your audience. I love the 1,000 fans, 50 fans, 30 fans. I mean, if we think about it that way, I think that we're going to have so much better content because we think of social media as thousands and thousands. We have to have a lot. We have to have tons and tons. Well, we don't have to have a lot. We have to have a decent amount of people that really do care, really do engage, really do want the stuff that we have. And then if you have that, that will organically grow through people that they know and friends and and associates. And I mean, that makes so much sense. And really, 
you know, if you sit back and think about it, it's very basic, but sometimes we miss the basics and you're, you're bringing that back to the surface, I think. And I think that's so important. I think what's happened with social media, like anything else that's, you know, quote unquote new, even though it's not new, but I think people still feel that it is. I think what happens is the pendulum swings from one side all the way to the other side. Then everybody jumps in and everybody throws a bunch of stuff out there. And, you know, I think everybody does that. And I think what you're doing is saying, wait a minute, let that pendulum swing back to the center. Stop throwing everything out there. Let's reanalyze. Yes, social media is important, but let's reanalyze what does that mean what's important, who is your audience, and don't worry about quantity, worry about the quality of your audience, the engagement of your audience, and what will do that. And I think that's brilliant, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant, and that thousands through trans was definitely not mine. Kevin Kelly, you can Google it and, uh, and read the whole article. It's really interesting. In fact, Tim Ferriss put it in his new book, Tools of Titans. Nice. He's a huge so yeah well I love I love Tim Ferriss too I mean four hour work week is one of my absolute favorites and uh, so I will absolutely get that hey you know I know we have uh, we have not too much time today but there's one thing I absolutely wanted to ask you that I've been so curious about and I know people will be curious about I watch a lot of your videos Kate and I'm amazed uh, about some of the people out there that we all know that people in the you know marketing community and the different communities marketing sales social media, that really they're very, very well known. And I see you interviewing them and go, you know, I know Kate's really smart and she's really pretty, but is that the reason that she's getting all these interviews? I'm not sure what it is. But if you could talk a little bit about how you have engaged some of these people that, frankly, not everybody is able to interview, but you are. Talk a little bit about how you're accomplishing that, because I think that's really interesting. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, sure. So it's one of my most favorite things that I've been doing over the past year and a half is getting to be a video contributor for GoDaddy's um, online publication called The Garage. And it's been really fun because I get to interview awesome people, like you said. So I've interviewed Rand Fishkin and Jay Bear and John Janst and Anita Campbell and For some people, that means nothing, but for marketing nerds, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So, um, so really what that comes down to is relationship building. And so this is where the social media really comes into play because all of these people are not local to me. These are all people that are just all over the world. So I even got to interview, um, Darren Rouse, copy blogger who lives in Australia, which was my personal international one. And in fact, I'm doing a video today with somebody who's in Australia as well. So, and the way that all that stuff happens, that is all through social media. And that comes from me just identifying who I would really love to connect with, who's making, uh, who's a thought leader in, in, in my industry, which is the digital marketing and content marketing space. And so I st- would start before I reached out to them and just sent an email saying, hey, can I interview you? Because obviously they get a gazillion of those same emails. I would start to find articles that I really liked about them, which obviously wasn't hard because I'm listening to these people's podcasts or I'm watching their videos, I'm reading their articles already. So I would just start to um, like up my number of likes, 
likes and comments and shares and, and, uh, and just making sure that they're seeing some social love. I'm giving them a lot of love. <laughs> and, um, and then after I do that for a little while, I feel like they may, I mean, they get a lot of tweets and, and things from other people, but I'm thinking, well, hopefully they'll at least recognize my name from some of the interactions that I've had with them over the past, like, you know, maybe like a month or so. And then I would reach out to them and I would usually send them an email and then I'd follow up with a tweet saying something like, Hey, just emailed you. Can't wait to hear back or something like that. Um, and then this way, uh, obviously so that I would know that they got my email and it was really just through that. I mean, I, most people were really engaging through social media. Like once they started, I mean, again, because I started following them, retweeting them, commenting, mentioning them, I would get a lot of them mentioning me back or saying thanks or something. And then I felt a little bit more comfortable because I felt like we were kind of, Hey, I know we're not friends, but in my mind, we were kind of becoming friends <laughs> in, the, in the online world. Um, and so I felt more comfortable making that ask. Plus it wasn't an ask like, Hey, can I interview you? It would be a more thoughtful ask, which is, Hey, your content is great. I also would say things. I would also be I try to be a little bit more specific because think about it. Everyone gets so many emails every day. And if you're a Tim Ferriss, let's say you probably get everybody saying, I love you, Tim. You're amazing. Like love your podcast. Right? So instead of doing that, I would specifically say, I really appreciate, like I would say something along the lines of, I, I so appreciated your book. This is what I learned from it. And this is what I tried. And, and, and I would give them like a specific thing that I did and that I learned from them to kind of stand out a little bit and for them to realize, Hey, I'm actually a fan and I do enjoy your content enough that I actually listen to you and take your strategies and apply them. I didn't make it overly long because no one wants to hear your whole story because they don't have time, but I made it really short. This is what I learned from you. Thank you so much. Hey, by the way, would love to feature you and introduce you to some more people through an, a video interview. It'll be featured on GoDaddy or it'll be featured here, wherever, you know, I plan on putting it. And most of the time I got a response back and I haven't gotten yeses from everyone. There are still people that I'm semi stalking online to try <laughs> to, to try, <laughs> to try to get them to say yes. But, um, so one person in particular that I feel like I'm going to get at one point, but haven't yet, but it's kind of a game for me. Like, it's like a fun little, how can I be over the top and different to somebody in that's a thought leader in my space. That's really big. That doesn't say yes to everybody that I could get them to say yes. God, Kate, that is, that is so brilliant. And really what you're saying to break it down is, again, don't jump in there because I think so many people do that and say, hey, um, I'd love to interview you or hey, can I talk to you or hey, you're, you know, slowly following them, sharing them, you're giving to them first. It's that whole idea of giving first and that's what you're doing. So that's awesome. Hey, I, I want to yeah. wrap this up, but who, how can well, people I, follow? I just, I just want to share one thing for okay. your audience. Okay. Because. Because for me, it's video interviews, but just to put it in context for them, that's like, that's like their top 10 list that you do, right? Like that's their top 10 list. So if they take their top 10 list of people and do something like that in the same way, it's the same exact thing. Like, how can you be different and how can you reach out to those people online? And, and like, and we've talked about this before. It's like people share so much stuff about themselves online. Now you can find something about 
everyone. So if you Googled your like little top dream client that you would love to get or would love to just at least get a meeting or phone call with, you can probably find an article they've written or a feature they've had in, in, in a magazine or publication or something. And you don't even have to reach out to them specifically to share it. You could share it on your LinkedIn and say, and say something along the lines of, hey, so-and-so president and CEO of this organization in my community did this. Like, how great is it to live in this community where we have thought leaders like that? Whatever, something, and just tag them. So that you're not even like directly sending them something. They're just going to see that you're just posting it to your community for the sake of sharing good information. God, that's a great tip. tip. Those are great tips, Kate. They really, really are. And they're things that are, it's almost like, you know, those, the best advice is always like when somebody says it, you go, "Ah, of course, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. But (laughs) you helped us think about it today. Well, how can people follow you, get to you? Tell us a little bit about that because I know people are going to ask. Sure. Um, you can go to my website, katebolman.com. And um, you can also, I mean, I don't know how many of, of your audience are on Twitter, but I still, I'm still, I still use Twitter for those more one-on-one connections. You can find me at Kate Volman. Of course, I'm on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter are my top social channels and, um, and also on YouTube. I do weekly YouTube videos for specifically for small businesses. And I talk a lot about networking and relationship building and some really how to engage with your audience online. Okay. Well, I'm going to also <laughs> tell people just because I know I have this issue in my business. So I'm going to clarify it for you. It's Kate, K-E-T, K-A-T-E and Volman, V-O-L. M-A-N, because I know when I first met you, I said V-O-L-E-M-A-N, and that's obviously not how to spell it, but just to help other people from do the same thing. Um, Kate, thanks so much for taking time today. I know you have to, you have a, a big interview from Australia. I don't know why you didn't get on a plane and go there. Not sure why you didn't do that. I know. I will. One day, that'll, that's my, that'll be my next step, going there. That's right. That's right. you got to get a, a bunch of them over there so you can say, look, I'm going to have to go there and interview all these people within a few days, you know, kind of thing. Yes. That's right. Well, thanks so much, Kate. And uh, thank everybody else for listening. You are listening to the Solutions Podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shul's Business, Facebook.com slash Shul's Business, as well as LinkedIn at Shul's Business. Kate, thanks again so much. And uh, hopefully everybody got, I know you got a bunch of tips and hopefully everybody will follow Kate. Thanks again.